Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 84. John and Wendy talk to Cole Garotti. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How you doing, John? Wendy, I am well. Uh, new month. Yes. Uh, being November. Wow. Or is it October? I can't keep it straight anymore. Where did the year go? Where does the year go? It, it, it's actually October. It is October. Yes. We're excited, though, because we have our friends, returning sponsors. Mm-hmm. Career Arc is back yes. for the month of October. Woohoo! Yay, Career Arc. So excited. Some of the listeners may have heard or seen our Facebook Live from North Dakota, mm-hmm. but we were very excited to announce that Wendy's going to be joining me at the Embark Woo-hoo. Conference. Yep. Yes, in LA. Yeah. And we found out last week they have crowned it all off with the announcement that Paul Lieberstein, for those of you who don't know who Paul Lieberstein is, he's better known as Toby from The Office, <laughs> is going to be one of the speakers at Embark. And I cannot wait, cannot wait to meet him. I, I sent a text to my husband and told him that. And he responded with a Michael gif of him saying, Why are you the way you are? <laughs> I am so excited. I am I've, too. I've been a fan of his even before he worked on King of the Hill. Come on now. That he's going to be speaking on his experiences writing and and from you know how to telling your story, which we hear so much at conferences these days. Now we're going to hear from somebody that does it for a living, right? And, that, <laughs> that, and that's what that we do. And, and that's what we exactly, do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I I was looking at the agenda and, you know, having a chance to meet him. I think that's going to be fantastic. You know, given the choice between meeting Paul and going and hanging out with some, uh, I think, vendors or whatever. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to I want to meet Paul. (laughs) Well, we get that opportunity. We're really excited. And as always, you know, Career Arc is is awesome. We love them and really glad to have them back. And again, I'm really excited to be sharing the stage with you once again, mm-hmm. as we told folks, the HR Social Hour World Tour, it just continues to keep going, it, Wendy. It and is. it's it's pretty amazing. Pretty I am amazing. hoping that nothing pops up for November or December because I'm a little tired. <laughs> I, I think we need a break. We don't have time I, to we record, need a, we, we need to record. <laughs> we need a break. However, vendors, SHRM conferences, anybody else that's listening... Yeah. We are certainly open to 2020. Yep. Shoot us a note. You know how to find us. So enough gushing about career art because we're going to be talking about more about them this month. Wendy, I was really excited when you mentioned uh, getting tonight's guest on board because I feel like I've known her forever, and but I haven't had talked to her in a long time. So I'm really, really glad we're able to make this happen. I'm going to stop talking, let you make the introduction, and we will get started. Yes. So, so excited to welcome McCole to the show tonight. She helps HR technology companies build better influencer marketing programs. She's the founder of socialmccall.com, the author of the most inclusive HR influencer list, and has built or consulted for influencer marketing programs at several billion-dollar companies. McCall is a Florida Gator and received her MBA from the College of William & Mary. McCall, welcome to the show. And our first question is, what's in your glass? Hey guys, I'm really excited to be here today. Just uh, wanted to throw this out there. Toby from the office, that's super cool. Uh, I want an invite to that. Also, what's in my glasses, uh, so I'm super boring right now. I'm drinking water, but um, I did have a glass of wine at dinner, so I'll just throw that out there. We have to ask, what was the wine? Because Wendy will want to know. Oh, I'm I'm a white wine drinker, so it was a, a Riesling. Oh, Rieslings are good. 
These things are good. I haven't had one in a long time. I've been on a beer kick. I need to refill my wine fridge after our chat the other night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like a wine is like a $4 wine from Trader Joe's. So shout out to them. (laughs) Trader Joe has good wine. I wish there was a Trader Joe's in South Dakota. There's no Trader Trader Joe's. Come to South Dakota. Yeah, there's no Trader Joe's here. (laughs) I'm putting putting the Trader Joe's vibes out for you. I want that for you. I, I I need to start tagging them on on social media and hopefully maybe they'll maybe they'll come this way. McCall, like I mentioned, I feel like we've known you. It seems like forever in, in the social media world. We knew you when you were working for for one of your previous employers. You know, how exactly did you get your start in the HR tech marketing space? How did you get there, and and, and what and how it got to where you are now? I also feel like I've known you forever. I um, from my Virginia days, which I'm no longer there, but way back when. Um, yeah, so my start uh, in the world of HR tech was actually really funny. So several years ago, I was fresh out of college and had an internship at Ultimate. And on my last day, I was like, oh my God, I can't leave here. So I had called my boss, my then boss at the time. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going anywhere. You need to hire me. And luckily for me, they were like, okay, sure. So then I had to call the school and I said, okay, or William and Mary, I was going to um, get my master's. I was supposed to be in their full-time program at William and Mary. And when I got the job offer, I had to call them and say, remember how I said I was employable in the interview and that's why you should accept me? Well, I got a job. So now I can't come to your school anymore. They were like, what? So I, two weeks before classes started, literally had to reapply for their working professionals program. And that was like the two two craziest weeks of my life was completely transitioning from full-time school mode to get working full-time and part-time school mode. So yeah, so that's how I got my start in HR tech. And I've been in the HR community ever since. I think it's fair to say, Nicole, you're the first person that we've had on that started as an intern and just told the employer they wanted a job full time. <laughs> right. I was just, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I you're like, first. And kudos to you and yeah. kudos to them for listening and saying, yes, yeah, so let's, let's make sure that we make, we keep this person and, and, and have them do the best. So yep. that, yeah, that's great to hear. You know, we, we've been very passionate about our internship program where I work and we've seen a great conversion rate. I don't think I've had a student just tell me, Hey, hire me. But if they do, I, that I'm willing to listen for sure. That's great. That's kind of the point of having your internship too, is to have that conversion. Yeah. yeah it was funny because they were throwing like a, a last day of internship party and I was like, so upset. I was like, I have to leave. What do you mean I have to leave? And I was like almost in tears at this party that was like, everybody's eating ice cream. And I'm like, Oh God, I have to go. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It was almost very surreal. <laughs> I love it. Well, Nicole, one of the things that we talked about in your bio is um, you're doing a lot in the influencer space. And um, so let's talk about that a little bit because, you know, uh, it's something uh, for HR. It's kind of a new phrase, I think. So, you know, and you're offering it out to um, employers and organizations and helping them with that. So what do you think is the driving force behind this movement? And why did you decide to jump in? Yeah. So the driving force behind the influencer marketing movement, just in general, is basically the fact that people just don't trust sales reps just across the board, not not even in HR alone, just across the board. Like 
we, we see a sales rep come and pitch us something and we're like, okay, whatever, they're just sales. We go on somebody's website and we say, okay, what are they talking about now? Okay, whatever. It's just, you know, marketing speak. But when we hear somebody in the industry of authority, we say, oh, wait, you know, they don't really have ties to the vendor. I mean, they might, but they, they're not an employee of the vendor. They're not the company's site. They probably think for themselves. And so the fact that, you know, it, it's coming from a third party, it, it makes it seem more credible. That's why we're all in the, in the HR space. That's why we're always in the Facebook group saying, you know, who uses what technology for whatever. That's why we have the LinkedIn groups and we all, you know, talk on Twitter, like who uses what, who can connect me with so-and-so. Um, it's because, you know, as human beings, we need some sort of third party validation to validate our decisions, if that makes sense. So that's kind of where the foundation of influencer marketing stemmed from. And the way that I got involved was because I started to really get to know the influencers, build relationship with the influencers several years ago, back in the day. And what I learned was that in the HR community, it's really interesting because the influencers are the product users. They are the buyers. They're the customers. They're the people who interact with customer service teams for HR technology companies. And what, what I loved about being in this community was that an, an influencer advocate program is really not just surface level. It doesn't have to just be marketing or sales related, but it can actually help us improve our products and services through giving us, you know, creating those feedback loops and those systems say, Hey, you know, what are, you know, what is the influencer community hearing about us, about our competitors, about the market, about technology, you know, how are they using the technology? What kind of service are they looking for and seeing and creating those systems and those feedback loops with actual buyers and customers can really help HR technology companies really holistically improve, which, you know, and if the technology improves, then we all improve. So that's kind of how I got involved and kind of why I got involved in my little way of giving back to the HR community. Nicole, let's let's dig on that a little deeper. So in the last month or so, I guess, it seems like it, it's a last month, you came about the creation of the most inclusive HR influencer list. Maybe talk a little bit about what was the impetus to, to make that next step and start that list and how you came up with the parameters for selection and then also, you allowed people to nominate themselves. So what was the thought behind that? I think it was like a month ago. It probably had been just a couple of days after one of the somebody's top HR professionals list came out. And I, after every single one of those lists, there's like, yeah, I'm nominated for the list or I was on the list. And then there's backlash of people who were saying like, okay, well, how was this list created? Who, you know, who decided who these people were on the list? And and after every list, which, you know, everybody sees that all of the lists have the same people on the list every single time for the past, like, however many years. And after enough backlash, I was like, you know what? Like the people who are putting in the work into the industry every single day, the people who are getting hired as consultants every single day, they're the ones that have influence in the space. They're the ones that should be recognized and celebrated. And, you know, a lot of them do like, like you guys, you guys are actual pro professionals who are working in the space and also have a ton of influence through your podcast and your social media and your blogs. And so that's kind of what motivated me to kind of create this list of, to kind of celebrate the people and, and, and basically bring the title of influencer back to the people who 
really are making a difference in our organizations, both on and offline every single day. With that said, I wanted the list to be somewhat credible so for it, from the sense of an influencer. So being on the vendor side, when you, whenever we were looking for an influencer or, you know, I was looking for an influencer, you know, I wanted to make sure that, that is this person actually having influence in a, in a way that, you know, is somewhat measurable. So the online portion you know, via social or blogs, they do matter. So that's kind of why I put a, a minimum on it. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who, you know, need that recognition, not, not need, but, you know, deserve the recognition and they are putting in the work and they do have influence. And so th- that, that was kind of my thought process for putting together the parameters. So that's uh, why I did that. And in terms of nominations and why I let people nominate themselves, I feel like a lot of times people are so afraid to pat themselves on the back. And I feel like that is a really big problem, especially in HR, where people, especially the people who do have influence in the space, but it may not be as large of an influence as somebody else, may not see themselves as an influencer, even though they actually are and can be. And so I really wanted people to kind of build up and the courage to say, Hey, I, you know, I'm raising my hand. I want to be on this list. I, you know, I, here's, you know, I meet the minimum criteria or, you know, Hey, I know somebody who really should be on this list. And a lot of people nominated other people. A lot of people nominated themselves. And I feel like the response was really, really strong. I think we had almost 200 nominations. The list will be about 150 people. Um, and everyone seems really excited about it. That's awesome. Are you going to use everyone who was nominated? No. So not everybody who was nominated qualified met the minimum qualifications. So not everybody who um, was nominated will be on the list. But what we are doing is we are creating like an ambassador program for people who nominated somebody or, you know, showed some kind of participation or were nominated but didn't qualify so that way we can still get everybody involved and the whole point of the list is to kind of bring everyone together and have us all work together to improve the HR community and so we don't want to say you know no you're not included to the most inclusive list we want people to say okay you know you don't qualify right now but you can be and we're going to help you get there so we're in addition to the list which we're going to do literally like it's going to be a huge thing we're giving out awards we're going to do social banners and stuff so people can really say they're an award-winning blogger with awards and they can show their awards. Um, we're also doing a um, an ambassador program to kind of mentor the people who don't yet um, meet the qualifications but really want to be involved and kind of show support and, and become an influencer themselves as well. I like the idea of an ambassador program, kind of a mentorship to help bring other people up and bring people along. I think, you know, John and I talk about helping people find their voice. So I I think that's awesome. Very excited to see where that goes. Yeah, I'm really excited too. I think it'll be, I think it'll be something special. Well, I know, um, Nicole, you and I met in person at uh, one of the National Sherm conferences, which was fantastic. Actually, I love meeting my Twitter friends in person. And you've been involved and you've been to several conferences. So any conference memories or moments that stick out to you? When I heard that you were going to ask this question, I was like, oh no, what am I going to say? But this morning, somebody posted a tweet actually that reminded me of something funny that actually happened at a conference. So I think it was the same conference that we met, Sherm, several years ago. 
I was walking with Dave Ryan, Greg Hawks, and I like maybe Mike Vandervoort or Mike Haberman. And the four of us were walking from the bloggers lounge to the expo hall. And we had just gotten off of the three escalator, that, that huge drop, like drop. And we're walking and all of a sudden somebody dropped their cell phone from the top floor, like three stories. And it landed at Dave Ryan's feet. And so we were all like, oh my God, he just escaped death. Because <laughs> that would have totally killed him. Oh my gosh. So, we literally took a selfie after. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was after. And we were like, oh my God, he's still here. So that was my funny conference. That's awesome. Yeah, that was actually apparently... The, the tweet was that Dave Ryan escaped death, but uh, apparently he did it again at, um, on a, another incident. So I think I need to move closer to Dave Ryan because he's clearly immortal. <laughs> or he just needs to buy more lottery tickets. Or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think surviving not getting hit by a cell phone is better than watching all my uh, unmentionables slide down the escalator uh, as, it, as my know. luggage exploded in was, Chicago. But of course, that was awesome. just two of us that saw that. Yeah, that's, that's great. There that's should have been great. more around that morning. That was I looked like the worst friend in the world, but oh my god, it was funny. Nah. <laughs> it's an HR social hour lore now for yeah. sure. <laughs> Well, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by our friends at CareerArc. Wendy and I are both very excited to be taking part in the Embark HR Innovator Summit, which is CareerArc's first conference coming up October 16th through the 18th at the W Hotel in Hollywood, California. They're an amazing lineup of speakers talking about employer branding, the future of recruiting, outplacement, all types of HR topics. Wendy and I will be producing segments during the show. We're also really excited that Embark will include Paul Lieberstein, who a lot of you know is Toby from The Office. Excited to listen to what he has to say about HR in the American workplace. It's a three-day event full of all types of sessions and networking that you don't want to miss. If you go to web.careerarc.com slash Embark and use the code HRSocial, you can get a discount on your ticket. So again, go to web.careerarc.com slash Embark, use the code HRSocial, we look forward to seeing you at the Embark Summit. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. McCole, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the half-hour question connection. So who was your first professional mentor, and what was the most important thing you learned from them? I definitely would have to say my parents. This is the, like, the cheesiest answer, but my parents are both really strong business people. They have business backgrounds, and I... When I actually went to college, I was going to college thinking that I was going to be a lawyer and my parents totally guilt tripped me. They're like, okay, well, you need to take marketing and you need to have some sort of business background because, you know, we need to know that your English degree can do something after. So they guilt tripped me into taking marketing. So I took econ and I took marketing and I was like, oh my God, everything like makes sense now. This is so great. That kind of pushed me into the world of marketing that now here I am years later. So I guess they just knew me better than I, I knew myself at the time and really kind of pushed me in the direction I am today. Funny, funny thing, because I got an English degree with the intention of going to law school, but no one pushed me into business classes. So I never did go that far. But 
worked long enough in the legal world to know I didn't want to do that. So it, it's just interesting how uh, undergrad can lead you in weird directions. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because my brother actually is in law school right now. And of all the, the children, there's three of us, of all the children, nobody would have ever thought he was the one that would have wanted to stay in school for that long. McCall, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Oh, yeah, this is a good one. So two people, actually. So one is Katrina Kibben. She inspires me every single day. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Three Years Media. And then uh, Kirsten Greggs, Trap Recruiter. Um, I actually met her for the first time. We spoke last week. And she is just so fun. I love her energy. She is so smart and so passionate. So those two are definitely people to know. So, Nicole, you haven't been in the working world very long, but if you could go back to the very start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself? I was thinking about this, too. One piece of advice I would go back and I would say is don't wait to make moves. If something's in front of you, you know, don't say, oh, now's not the time. Just Go for it. I think that's what I would tell myself. Nicole, we started talking about it briefly a little earlier. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Yeah, so I love kind of helping people maximize their ROI, essentially. So whether it's something like the list where it's not just the list itself, but it's also awards and mentorship and community. You know, that's what I'm working on a lot these days. And it's what I'm really passionate about. And then also taking that and kind of helping HR technology vendors say, hey, who's, you know, he, here's who you need to be following. Here's who you need to be hiring. Here's, here are the voices that you need to be listening to. Um, so that's kind of one way that I'm giving back. Really excited about it. What is your favorite movie? Okay, so don't laugh. I, I'm not a movie person and I'm not Christian, but def I could watch the movie Elf like 37,000 times. <laughs> Not sure what that has to do with being Christian, but well, it's a Christmas movie. It's <laughs> Buddy the Elf. <laughs> I love Will Ferrell. I don't know. He just—he's just hysterical. I watched um the Between Two Ferns movie this past weekend, and I had no idea that Will Ferrell founded Funny or Die that website. Oh um, yeah, yeah. But he was in the movie, and I—I I don't know. I just—I love everything he does. So <laughs> I need to watch that movie. It was great. It was so funny. Nicole, how about your favorite musician or band? I'm definitely like a classic rock person. I, I could do the Beatles, uh, the Doors, the Police, Queen. That's all of them are like right up my alley. Favorite TV show? Yeah. So lately, and I've been talking to um, Anthony Paradiso about it. I think that's how you say his name. I hope I got that right. Um, but, we, you know, we are both big Shits Creek watchers and... That shows just, it gives me all the feels. I just love it. <laughs> I've started it and I keep getting interrupted. I haven't been able to just sit and watch it. I think I need to just download it on my next flight. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing after. Um, it's just, once you get to know the characters, you learn to love them for their flaws and, and really embracing them as, as people, even though they're characters. At the beginning, it's really like, okay, what is going on? But once you get into it and get to know the, the characters as people, then you're like, oh, okay, that's why, you know, that's what motivates them. And that's what's really exciting to them. 
I adore Catherine O'Hare. She is one of my favorite actresses. So anything she's in, I'm going to give it a shot. And yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of episodes. Love it. I just haven't been able to binge it like I want. Season four is actually was, I think, the best for me. And I know that they just came out with season five and I'm really excited for it to come on Netflix. So. Oh my gosh, I'm so far behind. <laughs> so far behind. Nicole, I'm going to go off the list a little bit here. It's typically, you know, we're always looking for connection. We have a connection that there's a handful of us in the HR community have, and that is in, in Competitive Drum and Bugle Corps, which you were a participant in, and I have just been a fan since longer than I want to admit. I appreciate the fact that we, I found that out, and that you, me, Brad Galen, Jeff Pukowski, a few others out there that have been in and around the activity for some time. I, I love that we have that. And I, and I think it's really cool that you actually participated and had that experience because I'm a big proponent of the musical arts and marching arts, whatever they're calling them these days, because there is a lot to be learned when it comes to leadership and making you a better person. And I think, I think it's great that you had that opportunity when you did. Thanks. Yeah, that was... I just loved everything about it. And I thought it was so cool. And that was like the first time that I ever like had the opportunity to kind of go out of the house and explore the world because I actually marched before college. So I hadn't been anywhere really before that. And I loved every second of it. And um, it was just, it was so fun. And, and you're right. There are a ton of kind of things that you learn when you're just like thrown into the world of, the real world and, and not so sheltered in your own home by your parents. Well, I, you know, it's something I know every summer uh, I'll be, sh we'll be talking about it somewhere somehow. So that I, I, I need always to get to a show. It. I actually haven't been to a show since I marched almost 10 years ago. It'll be 10 years ago next year, 2020. I have not been to a show since 2008 World Championships in Bloomington. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good year. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I Again, I, I go way, way back beyond that. Well, enough about how long we've been watching that kind of thing. If you're not watching it all, if you're not listening to that classic rock and not uh, not keeping up with Shit's Creek, what else do you like to do outside of work? Yeah, I love to travel. I recently got a bike, so I've been biking around my neighborhood. Um, I also love yoga, but I'm really excited. So my husband and I are going to Italy soon for the first time. So we're doing a uh, like a backpacking sort of trip, just kind of traveling around Italy for a couple of weeks. So really excited about that. That sounds so awesome. So jealous. <laughs> All right. So finally, McCole, if you were not, I'm going to call you HR adjacent because you're not really in HR. You're more of our, one of our adjacent friends. What do you think you'd be doing professionally? Ooh, I, yeah, I have, I have no clue. I'm, I'm like an options person. So kind of having all these like options out there is like kind of a terrible thing for me. Like I just get lost in the options. So I have no clue what I would do it, be doing, but I would definitely be doing something. So I'll just <laughs> leave it. <laughs> Way to leave your options open. I'm going to do something. That's my new you favorite. Know, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm way too close to 50. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. It's fine. So, You've got plenty of time. You just go with where we take you go with where the, the movement goes. I think that's very hippie yeah. sounding. I, um, not that hippie, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's true. Like, I really think that like, I'm really excited about the list. I wasn't the one that started calling it a movement. Actually, Sarah Morgan started calling it a movement, but I really 
think that this is something super special. And I really just seeing the excitement and, and when I'm talking to people before the list even launched, like when people hear that there are awards, you know, they're so excited. There's so much excitement. There's so much excitement around the fact that it's actually going to be a diverse list. There's so much excitement around the fact that people who would never normally be on like a a vendor's top blogger list are now going to be recognized as an award-winning blogger. Like there is so much excitement around everything that's been going on. And I'm just so kind of proud. I don't want to say proud, but I guess you can be proud of yourself that, you know, I'm able to kind of give back to the community that I've been involved in for so long. Well, and, and you should be, it, you know, it is, it's a movement. It's something I think that's great. And, you know, I, I think you've been able to latch on to something that's, that was needed in the community. So kudos. Thank you. And, and congratulations. You guys were both nominated. So you guys will be on the list too. (laughs) Nicole, we, we certainly appreciate that. We are glad you are doing what you're doing. We're glad that we have gotten to know you over what seems like forever. But again, that's social media world. It seems to be that way. I know there are some listeners that maybe aren't following you that aren't connected. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? Yeah. So connect with me on my website, socialmccall.com and also on Twitter or LinkedIn at socialmccall. And it's social like spelled normally. And then M as in Mary, I-C-O-L-E. We will have all that in the show notes. Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to find you out there? Best way is always on my blog, mydailyjourney.com, daily, D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, fourth Sunday each month, join me on Twitter as part of our HR Social Hour Twitter chat, 7 p.m. Eastern time. How about you, John? want to thank CareerArc once again for helping us out for the entire month of October. Thank you, we should Arc. note that for the, yes, thank you, CareerArc. And we should note that they are also going to be our co-host and special guest for the October chat. We'll be talking more about that mm-hmm. as we get closer to time. As far as for me, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Top left-hand side of the screen, you'll see three little lines. You can click that, open them up. You'll see access, find all my social accounts there. And while you're there, if there are episodes you haven't heard, Download, listen, rate, review, share, whatever you can help us do to continue to boost our signal. We always appreciate it very, very much. Again, Nicole, great having you with us tonight. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. 